The Nigerian health sector has shown adequate response to COVID-19 and in the process many of its flaws which many knew internally were revealed to all externally. How do we ensure that the learnings from the impact of a global pandemic are factored in when it comes to policy formulation and implementation for the health interests of the average Nigerian citizen? What can be done to correct the subdued state of the Nigerian health sector? We have conversations with the Minister of State for Health, Senator Mamora, next on Robin Minds. Yes, well, the, I can really say you recall that um, the initial design, designation given to the coronavirus was a novel. That is something new before it was pronounced a uh, global pandemic, now designated COVID-19. Um, now, we are integrating beyond the primary health care. Because when you look at the whole of the health system itself, we have a department here in the Federal Ministry of uh, Health that is called uh, uh, Traditional Complementary and Alternative Medicine. So that tells you that uh, we're not just looking at uh, what we know in terms of uh, the Western medicine and all that. And um, just a couple of weeks, I mean, some weeks back now, we had an engagement, a Zoom engagement, uh, virtual engagement with um, uh, the, uh, the herbal and traditional practitioners, you know, asking them to, we had an engagement wanting to know what they have, why, I mean, how we can look into it with a view to having our own homegrown remedy particularly following from the COVID organics that we had from Madagascar. So it's not, it's not right to say that we don't have, um, or we're not looking at our own um, remedies. Because whether we like it or not, the reality still remains that uh, the bulk of our people, particularly in the rural areas, they patronize the traditional uh, mode of treatment. So we're looking at that. Yeah, it's not just the elite that tend to go out for I me mean, to seek uh, Medicare. It's a function of, uh, is it, let's get it clear. When people talk about medical, you know, tourism and all that, my own reaction is that, yes, some other people may be benefiting, some other countries may be benefiting from this, but we also benefited from this in times past. In the 60s, especially the late 50s and in the early, early 60s. People were coming in here too. History has it that uh, a lot of, uh, you know, members of the royal, royal family from, you know, the, the UAE, what we know as UAE today from, uh, uh, from Saudi and what, they were coming in here. It's a, it's a matter of do you have what people want or can you give them what they require in terms of their care that is the issue fundamentally of course again you have to also look at uh, what's the environment like people want to go to hospital and feel as if they're in five star or seven star hotel they want to get the services not just uh, clinical services they want to get you know, diagnostic services, 
laboratory services that are efficient and real. They want to get all that. They want to get the care itself. It's not just providing the, uh, the, 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 the those services, but with care as well. That is the attitude of the personnel giving this is also important. So these are some of the areas that are critical that we also need to look. They want to look at it. They want to, they want to be in an environment that is even conducive for patient care. So it's so, it's so many things rolled into that. But unfortunately, we, you see, COVID-19 is such that has overwhelmed the health systems of the global community. It doesn't matter whether it's in America, it's in the UK, it's in Africa. It's just that those health systems that were weak inherently, or hitherto, hitherto now, those are the ones that will definitely be more affected. If you already have, it's like, it's like a child that is malnourished. Now, measles now coming upon that child. The child will just trip over. That's just the thing. It's the same thing with the COVID-19. The health systems that were weak before, they now have a tendency of now being exposed completely and being more overwhelmed. So that's the situation that we found ourselves with the coming of uh, COVID-19. But like I always say, in, in every seemingly bad situation, some good can come out of it. And some good is already coming out of our own COVID-19 experience because we're beginning to build structures. We are beginning to revamp, using your word, the system that hitherto had been, uh, you know, comatose, so to speak. The, the, <laughs> it just reminds me of uh, uh, Animal Farm by George Orwell. All animals are equal, but some are more equal. The truth is that we, if we continue to say that health is wealth, and we say we believe that uh, you must be healthy to do any other thing, then it means that health, this the health of the people should be given priority. And in so doing, it means also that it's not just about the infrastructure in the health sector that, that, that needs to be taken care of, it has to, the infrastructure has to be optimal. Two, the workers, it doesn't matter whether they are doctors, nurses, pharmacists, medical libraries, you know, uh, scientists, name it. Because the, 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 the health care uh, or patient care is a team event. So all these people who work in, 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 as, as health professionals, they, every one of them is important. So they need to be taken care of in terms of remunerations, in terms of um, accommodation, in terms of uh, condition of service generally. So, and uh, some of these things have been gradually, you know, addressed. You know, whether it's an issue of uh, a lack of uh, PPEs or whatever, all these have now been addressed. They are now taking um, front burner in terms of attention. So, this, this, these are the things and. Uh, that's part of the good that's coming out of this experience. So we need to, you know, uh, pay attention to the welfare of all the members of that health uh, care team in terms of everything, salaries, remunerations, uh, opportunities, and what have you. 
because these are the things that will motivate them to give their best in the circumstances. Now, of course, we have put in place now um, uh, insurance scheme you know, for health workers, particularly those in the, in the front line. Well, it has not been perfect, but then I think uh, it's been fair. It's been fair enough. Uh, yeah, we're a little bit uh, <laughs> comfortable by the, you know, the, 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 the uh, strike action that took place mm -hmm. a short while ago. That has since been resolved, yeah. and uh, we're, we, we're, we're moving on to, we just felt that uh, that wasn't, we quite, you know, understand this, the circumstance and all that, but we just felt that we, we as uh, those that uh, professionals in, in the health sector whose primary duty is to save lives and secondarily to um, reduce pain and uh, discomfort to patients. You know, that, that's the primary core. And uh, we, as much as possible, must ensure that that calling of being a health, I mean, a, a caregiver, particularly as doctors, should always come first, you know. But then, this, 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 this and of course, not not entirely. Um, you cannot say that uh, is you know this is something happening in Nigeria. It, it's happening even in some other countries, even in Africa and beyond. But we are saying that uh, it's it, 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 we've got over that now, and we are using that experience to guide us so that we can. Uh, you know, pay more attention to the, 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 the demands which are legitimate of the health workers. So these are, these are some of the, some of the, and of course it's also important to, to, to say this. Oftentimes, a lot of things that happen in the health sector, they are not primarily problem of the health sector. Take for example, you, you go to a center that does not have water. Ministry of it's not Ministry of Health that, <laughs> that gives water. These are some of the things that should be taken for granted. And portable water provision goes a long way to reduce the disease burden. A lot of things if people talk of cholera, talk of uh, typhoid, and all that, these are one right? You come from uh, contaminated water. So if you have portable water, that People have access to. You will reduce that body. And of course, the other thing is, we need to maximize what is available. Maybe a little average. Yes, we can do better. That's the truth. <laughs> we can do better, and we will do better.